Hello and welcome to That Film Stew. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Uncharted. Directed by Ruben Fleischer, Uncharted is the action-adventure film starring Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. The movie is out now, but if you haven't watched Uncharted yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Uncharted is based on the video game series of the same name developed by Naughty Dog and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. Luke, you have the plot. Street smart thief Nathan Drake is recruited by seasoned treasure hunter Victor Sully Sullivan to recover a fortune lost by Ferdinand Mergellan 500 years ago. What starts as a heist job for the duo becomes a globe-trotting white-knuckle race to reach the prize before the ruthless Moncada, who believes he and his family are the rightful heirs. If Nathan Sully can decipher the clues and solve one of the world's oldest mysteries, they stand to find five billion in treasures and perhaps even Nate's long-lost brother, but only if they can learn to work together. Here we go, mate. B, I was above been waiting for this movie for a while. Um, obviously, the video game property. Um, I've got to say, like the 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 these games. When people ask me, like, what kind of games do you play? You know, I'm not like I'm not into like the World of Warcrafts and the Call of Duties and you know things like that. It's it's like I like games where I'm sort of on these like adventure things jumping on bits and pieces every now and then i get to shoot some people like you know throw in some puzzles why not i love the uncharted games uncharted tomb raider pretty much like they're the i love them they're great the the sceneries the visuals and you know the 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 game qualities have just increased so much over the past few years so i was pumped these games are just ripe for translating adapting into a live action film but i want to know what is your relationship with the with these with these games like do you have a history of them have you played them my relationship with uncharted started with this movie so it's, it's that young is it. it's young okay fresh eyes well it's going to be interesting because you know we talk about movies based on comic books, TV adaptions, you know, books. Occasionally we've done video games like Detective Pikachu, but usually I've got some idea of the source material. So I know with this, your approach is like, right, so I'm familiar with the games. I like the games. What's this adaption going to be like and does it hold up? For me, I'm purely coming to this as a film. That's cool. We're going to get to... Two different, um, I guess, interpretations, angles. It's it's okay. Interesting. I knew I knew nothing. Like at one point, you know the, you know he's holding up the ring on the chain, and I'm like, I guess that's from the game. I'm sure that's something. <laughs> There's so many things. You know, things that happen. I'm like, I'm sure that's supposed to be something. But again, I'm just I'll- watching it. As a movie, there, there is there is a lot of like little Easter egg things. Not even just for this game, but like even like some other Naughty Dog properties, you know, other video games. Like they've thrown in some very, and, but they're they're pretty much if you know you know kind of thing. If you don't, it doesn't really matter. A couple gags and stuff, or cameos even. 
um, where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Again, if you know, if you're familiar with the games or you know, some behind the scenes type things, it's, it's in there. But I guess you don't need, you don't need that, um, that stuff to, to watch this movie. You can go in blind. No. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, you followed the movie, right? Like, you understood it's... I mean, come on. I, I want to say, overly complicated. I want to say it's it? plot. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's very I mean, simple plot. You know, I mean, the start of the movie is in all the advertising. We've seen him. The plane. It's on the posters. <laughs> you go back there. I mean, yeah, it, it is a very easy-to-follow movie. It, it's, it's pretty simple. This kid, this guy, there's a treasure. They go after it. I mean, there's a couple baddies thrown in there to sort of you know, keep them keep them on their toes. But essentially, it's just like, okay, the next clue, next clue. Here we are, big ships. There we go. That's the movie. Um, but look, I think what everyone's sort of wondering about, or you know, I guess going into this, the, the main concerns, and it's weird that it has been concerns. Like Tom Holland is such a big name right now hot off the heels of spider-man no way home you know like one of the biggest movies on the planet ever um you know like he's he's had some films and they haven't done amazingly but you know i think we can all agree he's a great performer he's very likable people love him clearly uh but as as nathan drake you know the, the big concern was that look he doesn't really look like the Nathan Drake character, um, he, he doesn't really, from the trailers anyway, it was sort of like, ah, he's not really kind of given that Nathan Drake kind of vibe. Um, and I'll be curious to, to see, you know, your interpretation of this character, not knowing where he's coming from. But to me, I was like, even watching this, I was, I was still, I couldn't get on board with what Tom Holland was doing. I very much felt he was doing his Peter Parker thing from his Spider-Man films. I, I wasn't getting, like the Nathan Drake character is very much like an Indiana Jones type, you know, like pretty badass, pretty, you know, you know, he's very confident in what he's doing. I get they're going for like a younger version of this character, but it's, I don't know. He's, he's slinging cocktails and, you know, like being awkward and throwing out quips here and there. It was, it was Spider-Man for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. So I'm not familiar. I mean, I know I've seen the covers of the games, a bit of gameplay. He looks like a grown-up. Tom Holland still looks like a kid. I know he's, what, probably early 20s now. As you've said, this is supposed to be him when he's younger. It's an origin. So maybe if these, if this film is successful, you know, we'll spend more time with Tom Holland as he looks older, maybe more resembles the game. But he very much is Peter Parker here. And it's not just the way that he's acting, like the stunts. Like he clearly, like we know that he does a lot of his own stunts as Peter Parker, as Spider-Man. Spider-Man doesn't move like a typical action star. He's got a particular way of moving and it works for that character. But I guess that's where a lot of Holland's training has gone. So when you're seeing him in this film, he's moving like Spider-Man. He looks like Peter Parker. I think the best way to describe it is like like very fluid movements, acrobatic in a way, rather than sort of like I, I guess like a like he's not really exuberating like a strength or like you know like a 
one one trying to say, like, I guess, like the like Nathan Drake's character, you know, like he'd be he'd jump from like one surface to another, and it would be like you know have to be using his his brute strength to do it. Whereas I think what Tom Holland does, it's sort of like he kind of glides to the next to the next thing if he was to jump or something like that. Like, yeah, it's yeah, it's, using it's a, it's a his, different type of movement using his spider strength. Yeah, yeah, his his swinging. <laughs> Swing. Um, the other major character is Sully, who is um played by Mark Wahlberg. And there's a, I guess there's a bit of fun history here. You know, Mark Wahlberg was attached uh, many moons ago when you sort of this project was, or at least an uncharted type film was being talked about um in the role of Nathan Drake, potentially. Um, and I guess obviously they went with you know, they wanted younger versions of the characters and they're like, hey, let's give them the Sully role. Again, I'm curious to to see your take on the character, but to me, I I did not get any sort of like capture of the character from the game. And like, I don't want to continue to harp on and be like, look, this isn't the game. I think it's uh, got to clearly establish the fact that it's like this, this isn't the game, but this is an adaption of it. Sure. Um, so this is an entirely, an entirely new character just with the same name pretty much. Um, and what Mark Wahlberg is doing is he's, he's doing Mark Wahlberg. I, I don't know. He, he, he wasn't doing anything in this movie that I don't think I've ever seen him not do before. Um, it seemed like he just kind of showed up, did his thing, and he's doing it well. You know, like he's he's not bumbling over his words or anything. Like he's putting a good performance. In <laughs> but it's it yeah, seems yeah. like you're not. It's I don't know. He, he's, I he's like Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I agree completely. I mean, no one does Wahlberg better than Wahlberg. Uh, well, you know, yeah. he's. <laughs> I mean, he's just. He's doing his Mark Wahlberg thing. He's acting like he does in most things. Now, I like Mark Wahlberg and I like his movies, but he's just been Mark Wahlberg. So to honestly, again, coming to this as just a film, I can I can go with it and there's there's things to enjoy here. But if I was waiting on an adaption and I'm hearing that this is not that thing and you're saying it as well, like it's not the game, it's supposed to be something a little bit different. But I mean, come on, like I know the character has a tash and then there's a mid credit scene and Warbo's got a tash. Like, is that, is that for the fans? That's for the fans. I don't know. Yeah, like, he's a, he's a I've even seen yeah. clips on TV and they show the mid credit scene, which just blows my mind. When did that become a thing? It happened for Eternals as well. Like morning shows are just showing clips from the mid credit oh, scene. Do you remember, it's, like, uh, you know, this, weird. this is a Sony film. Do you remember the, um, and it's weird to think of, um, you know, them butchering their marketing scenes or what they did with Spider-Man No Way Home, like keeping so much hidden. Um, but go back to um, the amazing Spider-Man 2 where they, you know, showed the mid credit scene. In the in the trailers, you know, like we saw the, oh, wow. the dog arms that. and the oh, that's right, yeah, the vulture wings and things. Remember all that? Yeah, terrible, terrible marketing. And ever since that day, Sony. I, was like, I was like, man, Sony marketing never trusted it again. But anyway, that's a that's a whole thing. But look, yeah. the, okay, but this but this film, it is essentially it's Peter Parker and Mark Wahlberg. Yes, that's they're it. the characters. They're the characters. <laughs> But look, the other issue though, like I can I can get on board with, you know, like, okay, well, these are new interpretations of these characters, but I think at their core, what's more important is their relationship between the two of them. And I want to sit here and say, well, at least that was on point 
and and you know I was fully absorbed into it but I I can't that these two guys they really like there's no there's no believable chemistry like you know there's there's back and forth and they're saying things and you know Nate's sad about his brother and annoyed at certain things and developments and you know Sully's doing his best asshole attempt at things and at the end we're meant to believe that it's like you know like oh Sully's trusting this boy and he's letting him into his you know into his heart and soul and yeah and they've they've developed a really strong friendship and kinship and, and I'm just like nah man there's I found no chemistry between the two of them. I didn't believe anything that was going on between the two. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I've got to be honest. I, I went with it without being too overly invested. I'm not saying that I, I saw a stronger relationship than what you just said there, but things are there. Sully feels bad. He was there when Nate's brother died. Nate gave him a cat, takes it everywhere by the end. <laughs> The cat was funny. Nate gave like him some. Funny. Nate gave him some gold, and apparently that's one of those Easter eggs you were talking about earlier. It's shaped like something from a PlayStation game. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like a like a Jack. I don't know. I don't play video games, but there's a there's a PlayStation game, and apparently there's a item from that. That's the shape yeah. of the gold at the end. Ah, oh, I don't know. They they kind of they kind of come together. You know, there's a there's a bit like you know when they're under the street. You've got Drake is with the girl. Sully's stuck up top. It just felt like Wahlberg was away for quite a while. <laughs> he just seemed to be and then every yeah. now and then well, he yells something down through the grate. Uh, mm. I'll yeah. tell you what. I mean, I'll, it's yeah. I'm just I was going to say it's it's a bit of a problem, isn't it? I've mentioned you know in the marketing the showing. You know, the cargo plane, everything's falling out the back, and then it's in the poster. That's that's the big set piece of the movie. And they've just shown you already. I mean, I know they want to put things in the trailer. They want to show you it's a big action spectacle to hook you. But that was like the big piece. There's, There's some smaller things that happen, yeah. but not bigger than that. And it's all over the trailers. There's pretty much two... There's- there's really only two main like action set pieces, like big crazy things. And you just mentioned that one, the everyone's everyone knows about it, the, the falling out of the plane thing with the cargo, all the crates and things. And then there's also the also in the trailers, like um the two the two ships being flown out of like the cave and you know, taken away. Uh, yeah. And they're swinging side by side, you know, very parts of the Caribbean like, yeah. Yeah, it felt like that. Um, I've got to be honest, again, I kind of liked that. I like it was silly. Oh, look, it was very, very silly. But at that, that point, fun. at that point, we're getting all the action. You know, like they're they're fighting and they're you know they're shooting at each other. There's cannon fire. It's I don't know. There's people with guns. Like the action's there. Like you know they're having the movie becomes fun at that point. Like we're like yeah, okay, this is ridiculous. It's like Pirates of the Caribbean meets Fast and Furious. It's like yeah. Who, you can't, yeah, yeah, I like you that. Can't, That's you good. can't fight that. You can't fight that. You gotta, you gotta embrace it and just be like, yeah, sure. All right, we're here. But again, I mean, there's no believability to any of that. So, and and at the end of it, it's like, well, okay, we're getting the whole context of it all, but it's like we, ah, we've we've seen this. There wasn't any action set piece in this movie that I was like, 
I haven't seen this yet. Like so, nothing wowed me, which was which was a shame. Like you said, like there's a few, you know, like bits and bits and pieces there. You know, like his when they're at the auction and you know Tom Holland's swinging from. <laughs> <laughs> you can't help I mean, himself. You can't. You can't <laughs> help it. You got it. Um, he's swinging from like the lights, the chandelier pieces, and, and stuff, and then you know, an opportunity for smartassery and quips and things. Um, you, you know, like that's that's fun. It almost felt like a bit of a Bond movie there. Things are happening, but otherwise, yeah. Besides, you know, like tunneling through some, you know, conveniently placed tunnels in places and. And things like that. There's there's really not much action going on. Well, that bit that was underground, there that real elaborate way, working out the clues, finding out how to get down there. Whereas to could have just gone through the front entrance of the nightclub. <laughs> I mean, that would have been an easier way, wouldn't it? Oh, I mean, if we're if we're talking of you know, like what are some of the great like treasure hunting type movies? I mean, even going all the way back to like you know. Yeah, the Indiana Joneses or the you know national treasures and things like that. Would, like... You know what? That's you know, people are saying Indiana Jones, and maybe that's more the games. But for this film, I was getting more national treasure, and Definitely, especially yeah. with the modern clues. Yeah, I was getting a strong national like treasure with, vibe with national treasures. Like the way they the way they did it and like gave it to us, it was almost like you you believed pretty much every clue that they came across and every development. They were like, "Wow, they really worked this out," and it was like, "Wow, what?" And it's like when you got to the next thing, it was like you believed that where they got to, it was like, "Oh, wow, I understand that this place has been hidden and no one's been able to get there." It's like you know, you mentioned that nightclub. They go to that nightclub like there's modern stuff built around this place that apparently has not been touched in 500 years yet there's a there's an electric light on the wall they go to this nightclub and the (laughs) one thing that hasn't been altered or built you know like done anything with is that picture on the wall that they have to go through but the picture on the wall is that clue it's like that's very convenient in all i just it's just silly things like that i'm like i don't believe the map hunting treasure side treasure hunting side of this movie and i'm like oh give me at least something to you know if the action isn't that amazing or you know if it's all been blown already because i've seen it all at least give me a good fun map quest to, to go along with and we weren't even getting that so it was just more disappointment should we talk about some positives? Do you have <laughs> some? There is, I, do you know what? I do. Antonio Banderas. I've got to be honest, I thought he would stick around a little bit longer than he did. I mean, his death, if I'm honest, caught me by surprise. I did not see mm. that coming. But, yeah, I thought he he was a decent bad guy. You know, under his father's thumb, his dad was going to give the the family's money away. You know, you're right. Like it, it was set up as a, as a pretty interesting character. What, what Banderas was doing was quite entertaining, you know, like when that's what you expect from Antonio Banderas. And then he's, his time is cut short and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, so. So I was, I was sorry to see him go, but honestly, whenever, whenever he was on screen and oh, when was the last time I saw him? Actually, it wasn't that long ago. It was the Hitman's wife's bodyguard. But I think maybe he was a bit aged up in that. But in this film, he looks great. And I was sat there thinking, I'd love it if they gave us a third Zorro film. Honestly, mm-hmm. he still looks like he could do it. 
I that was go. probably my biggest takeaway from this that's, movie. That's I, would, I walked, I walked out just wanting a third Zorro film. <laughs> but I probably do always like it when, when Banderas turns up, and yes, yeah, it's a bit disappointed to see him go, but it served the story. And then it's you know bait and switch. You got your big bad, but not really. There's someone else. Yeah, and it's it's sort of like these. It's like these these girls that they they're going up to all these these ladies. Um, well, Taddy Gabrielle plays Joe Braddock, who is pretty much yeah. Well, she's the one that obviously takes Banderas out, um, and she's the I guess she's the main antagonist that we've got. But essentially, all like her deal is just I'm going to get the treasure before you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. I, I mean, she's got it. She's got a history of Sully, so the, there's something there's something there. I've got to be honest, when it comes to her, there's one of her henchmen in particular that always caught my interest, Stephen Waddington as the Scotsman. Oh, yeah, this, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, talk about a, a, a stereotype, but, you know, he, he played it well. But MVP, you know what, man, I, MVP of the movie, I reckon... <laughs> And I know that Tom Holland is an actor. He's playing a character who is American, but knowing that he's English, like it is, it is a thing and it's a joke in film and TV that Americans can't understand people from Scotland. It's, it's a running gag. <laughs> but even though I know that Tom Holland is English, playing American, I couldn't buy that he didn't understand what the guy was saying. Oh, I, come on. Do you know what? I can. And in my defence... With my Australian accent, I will point out Scottish father, so I'm well equipped to, you know, my, I've had my training. There were some bits where he, especially I think their first interaction and the guy, I mean, obviously it was playing into the joke and he was, I think he was probably putting it on a lot stronger than, than he you know, probably would have. But there were moments where I was like, wait, what did he say? Like, well, actually, what did he say? I, I don't know. I missed that bit. I missed it. What was it? Go back. So... I'll, I'm going to give the movie credit for that one. I'm like, nah, I, I didn't know what the hell he was saying. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun couple of scenes, and, and, the, and the, the Scotsman turns up a few times. Yeah. I mean, the, the last character I think even worth mentioning is probably um, Sophia Ali's character, Chloe, who is the, I guess, like the love interest of, of Nathan Drake. She's sort of come along for the ride, kind of is in it for herself, but then, you know, kind of double crosses them, but not enough to be that much of an asshole, kind of gets screwed over by Nathan Drake as well at the same time. It's all, you know, it's all a bit of back and forth. Um, yeah, but when, I, you, when you say screwed over by Drake, I like how he did that because he gave her the opportunity. Like, it's like, hey, I found it. We will go together. And then she back. But he's like, yeah, right yeah, he didn't quite, so he, yeah, so he didn't like, you know, leave her in peril or anything like that. So he didn't screw her over, but it it left it to her. Like you can come with us or you can go and do your own thing. She chose to do her own thing. That was a but yeah, it, that's an interesting way of doing it. That it way it's still it still ended well. You know, they look down, they see her on the boat. It's you know, so it, Have good she laugh, was okay. So it, like, yeah. yeah, so it, it was it was a bit light and fluffy the way that it, it all ended, but but it worked though. And it's yeah, I thought it was okay. It worked enough in terms of like, like her character, their sort of you know the, the romantic relation hints that there was. It worked enough for a very you know easily absorbed kind of 
you know, take this movie in for you know what it's worth, whatever. In any sort of real sense, though, I, again, it's sort of like I, I didn't buy any sort of chemistry between the two of them, except the fact that it was like they were two young people and they were talking, both attractive. Uh, maybe I do buy it because that's what young, attractive people do, I suppose. But again, there wasn't anything, you know, surface level real for me between them. So again, it's like Nathan Drake and Sully, no real chemistry there. And then Nathan Drake and Chloe, again, still a bit of a just whatever, just characters on screen interacting. And that's that's it. Pretty much. Do you know, oh. when, when I was doing prep for this, do you know what the reoccurring thing was that kept happening? directors leaving the project due to creative differences <laughs> honestly i've never known a project of this scale to have so many directors come and go you know what? i didn't even i completely lost track of who actually ended up directing this and it wasn't until i started watching the movie and i saw the name pop up and i was like oh shit <laughs> and not to bag this guy out too much but obviously ruben is it is it Fleischer? Is that how we saying it? Is that is that what we're committing? With Fleischer, as in you know, yeah, you know the the like the Fleischer Superman cartoons from back in the day. Sure, not necessarily associated with this guy, but same surname. Well, a superhero or a comic book property that I do relate this guy to is Venom, the the, the 2018 Venom film. Ah, right. With the director of Venom, um, and I can't the hugely. Help successful yeah very popular (laughs) very uh very financially successful um movie venom i mean mean, to give him credit though like he also did zombieland he did he did so again i can't bag him out too much but if i was gonna compare this movie in terms of you know other things that he's done this is more of a venom than a zombieland it's sort of you know weak plot characters financially The studio would be happy with that. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> to get Venom numbers. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. So. You know, all those films are Sony as well. Zombieland, Venom, this, all Sony. Right, they're keeping it in-house. They're keeping a director that are obviously doing all good stuff for. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. He's all Spider-Man they- for Sony. You know, before he was cast in this, he actually went to pitch a different project to Sony, which they didn't take him up on, and obviously with this instead. He pitched them a young James Bond film. I've heard of that. And do you know what? I'm not against the idea. I'm not against Can you it. remember? Can you remember that cartoon in the 90s, James Bond Jr.? And it wasn't a young James Bond. It was James Bond's nephew, uh-huh. who was also called James Bond. I used to love that cartoon, even I, the I, toys. I don't remember that cartoon. I do remember, like, what was that? Like, was it Young Indiana Jones or something? There was so, a... yes. Yeah, was that yeah, a young I remember that one. Was, was that um? It, was that like yeah? It was a young. It, no, no, it was a young indie, and it was old Indiana Jones who would open the show and close out the show in like Forrest Gump. He'd be on like a park bench or something, telling someone a story of his life, and it flashed back to young indie. But in the very last episode, I'm pretty sure it was the very last one. Harrison Ford is in it as. Indiana Jones and fights some Nazis. Well, I say he fights some Nazis. He knocks some snow off the roof and it lands on him. <laughs> <laughs> that was his big what appearance. Hey, that sounds pretty. That, that sounds alright. That <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing that happened. That was way before. I think that was after the third movie and before 
aliens. I <laughs> completely forgot how we got onto this topic. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you brought us back to Indiana Jones. It's relevant to Uncharted. You know, Waltz were kind of just being a little bit all over the place, but bringing it back to Uncharted. I do know who Nolan North is. So when we see him as the hotel guest on the beach, straight away, it's like, oh, it's Nolan North. I've seen him in things. And he's the voice, <laughs> as well as Nathan Drake, he's the voice of Superman in Young Justice, the animated series. Oh, is he? So I am very familiar. Good, yeah. Yes, I'm very familiar with him. And he had a good gag. That works. That was fine. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, you know, pretty much he references, you know, that time in, in the game when he, you know, fell out of a plane. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's the gag. It, it works. It, that, that's the gag. It's funny. I was kind of disappointed. Like, I liked that moment, but I felt like I was the I was the only one that chuckled. I, I, and I'm like, I was worried. I was like, mm, I don't think anybody knows. <laughs> Even, I think, you know, like, turned to my wife, sort of like, to see if she was aware and I think in her head she was she was just like, oh, that's Spencer's dad from Pretty Little Liars. Like that's that, that was her connection <laughs> right. to Nolan North. Was like, yeah, oh. That's what they were going for. I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> that's the gag. That yes, one hundred percent. That's it. That's. Um, but yeah, no, cool to see him. I'm glad they put him in there in some capacity. Um, and he works as a. He just looks like he does. Just look like a guy enjoying some time off. Do you know what? That's another yeah. another. Speaking of that, speaking of that whole all of that. Oh, like, where are they? Like, it's like I can't remember. If it was Singapore or something? There's this, there's this resort, this hotel, and then very, very close by is this ginormous cave opening with this glowing blue light that has not been touched for 500 years. Get out of here! Like, are you telling me nobody's gone in there and and looked around? It will come across it when it's such a. If it was in like the middle of literally nowhere, but it's not. It's it's near a tourist location. It doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, shocking! Yeah, but these films always need a level of disbelief. Oh, there's the, the little disbelief was the falling out of the <laughs> plane and no one dying except for all of those people that. Tom Holland killed. But <laughs> I mean, do you know what? We, we saw it twice. Again, it's all over the marketing. It's a fun scene. It is a good, good action yeah. scene. You know, so they, <laughs> at least oh, they got that, something cool in there. It's that moment part where it's like, what is he, he pushes something, he, he causes something to like hit some dude or something. And then he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, hey, Peter Parker. <laughs> like, that's oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, again, this is Peter Parker and Mark Wahlberg. That is oh, that what this movie, movie is. I'll give this movie like one little grain of credit. Um, you know, like the, the bits of the game that they have taken inspiration from, um, story elements and things like that. Like they've done, they've captured some good bits. Like um, the fourth game, you know, there's there's flashbacks in that game where you do see, you know, like the Nathan Drake character and his brother as kids. You know, that like the at the orphanage and whatnot. They're you know running around being scamps. So like those scenes at the start of the film, I was like, okay. It's weird. okay. This is kind of cool. I'm into this. This is exciting. You know, like oh, a treasure hunting. Hell, yeah. You know, oh, they know things. Oh, they're talking about their great grandfather, whoever he is. You know, like um, something Drake. I forget his first name. I was like, okay, they're you know they're they're going into the law. Like I liked that, but then the movie, the rest of the movie took place, and it was kind of silly. And what they failed to really capture from the games, you know, because you can put in as much story and characterizations as much as, as you want and visuals but i think 
what they're really missing is just like that that excitement of just like the the physicality of being out there and you know like i wanted to see you know and uh, nathan drake and sully sort of like in the jungle or like climbing some cliffs or something where it's like you know like there's physical danger and they have to actually do physical things not just kind of climb through holes <laughs> it wasn't i don't know they just dropped the ball with that kind of element that spirit of the games which i think just would have been really fun again i just have this movie <laughs> I've got nothing to compare it to well will you will you watch a second uncharted if it comes out that's the question for you I mean, are we are we at the rating yet, or are we still? I was kind of leaning into the post credit thing, it's sort of like okay. setting up the future, and I'm like, are they being are they being a little bit, you know, presumptuous, or have they have they captured your hearts? You, yeah, I don't know. Have they have they won you over? I'd watch another one. I would. Yeah. I mean, you'd expect them to go bigger, hopefully more elaborate. Yeah, I clearly didn't have the level of issues that you did with it. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd see more. I mean, I'm assuming that Wahlberg would have the tash the whole time. And maybe, do you know what? Maybe that's what's missing. Although he's still acting like Mark Wahlberg with a tash. You know, maybe maybe <laughs> that would be the secret to him acting like a different character. I don't know. Yeah, like it might but give yeah. him it might give him a, a certain personality or like a you know, something. <laughs> something like an attitude to him. But you know what? Look, my gripe, my the major gripe with this movie really is, and again, nothing really to do with the games. It's more so the structure of this film. At the start of this movie, they set up a question that needs answering. The movie happens, and then the post-credit scene goes, "Hey, you know that question we asked at the start of the movie? We're going to ask it again, and we're not going to give you any answers. Come back for the next movie." And I was like, "Well." Come on, like the question being, hey, what happened to the brother? And then the the post credit scene says, yeah, Ooh. hey, what happened to the brother? We're still not telling you. Come back for Uncharted two. And it's, it, I, I felt literally, it felt like the movie was putting the finger up at me. I was like, well, okay, you give me nothing. You gave me nothing. <laughs> but let's write. I mean, I, I. Oh, well, before we do, well, I guess it can be debated, but I, I that's not that, that wasn't my takeaway. Yes, the mystery is the brother, what happened to the brother, but then for Drake, like it did get that closure. Okay, so my brother's dead, he knows that Sully was there, and he's now going to become this adventurer. So for him, at least, that question is being answered. And but for us, the audience, until it's not, <laughs> until yeah, it's for not. us. The audience, you know, we get we get that tease, and that's that, it's a franchise star. Like they, they want to give you a hook to come back. Like, hey, you know, we've got more to show you. So that that's fine having a tease. Oh, and some people don't even stick around. Some people just get up and leave. But I stuck <laughs> around for it. I had a feeling there was going to be something. It's just and, yeah. It's, I mean, it's just a bad. It's a bad storytelling structure, and it. The structure they've used is like it is a franchise starter, but that's not how you make a movie. That's not how you tell a complete story. It's an unfinished story. 
I'm not saying I love it. I did I'm what? saying it was fine. What? Just having more, that tease at the end. To make more Spider-Man comparisons, it's like that first Amazing Spider-Man film where it was like, hey, what happened to Peter's parents? And then you got to the end of the movie and they were like, we don't know. Come back for number two and maybe we'll tell you. <laughs> Same That's thing. because they didn't know either. Nobody knew. Nobody. It was, it was a, it was an Honestly, unnecessary. I, I feel like I addition. still don't know. I feel I feel like I still don't know. Was that last? Was that deleted scene canon or not? I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You know That's what? a different do, movie. Let's. Do you know what I like? No. As part of this review, <laughs> when we when we are getting sidetracked and we're talking about other movies, we just so happen to be talking about another Sony movie. I like That's that. It. Keep it in house. <laughs> Keeping it in house. Yeah, I like it. Just like hey, Flash, listen. Keep it in house. Yep. Yep. This movie. Can can I be honest? Like, I didn't need it to be anything more than what it was. I went to watch it. I had a good enough time. There were some laughs and some decent action. And just as a movie, I thought it was fun enough. And I didn't have the comparisons. And I do know that I probably would have struggled with these characters supposed to be the characters from the game if I was familiar, but it was Peter Parker, Mark Wahlberg, explosions, flying pirate ships, double cross, Antonio Banderas. There was enough going on for me to enjoy. My score, I know, is definitely going to be higher than yours, but I'm just going to base it purely on how much I enjoyed those couple of hours in the cinema, and I'm going to come in at a three out of five. That's not, that's not bad. I can I can be at peace with that. For me, like, if I separate the movie from the game and say, okay, let's ignore all the comparisons and not judge the movie on what they've or how they've adapted and what they've adapted and all of that, and just look at it as, okay, how is it still playing as a movie, though? And I wish I could say, well, at least it's still a good, decent movie, but it's not. It's severely mediocre. It's It's not... It's not terribly bad. It's just mediocre. It's not. There are fun moments and you get some kicks here and there. But there's there's nothing in this that made me go, wow, like I'm really having a good time. I'm enjoying this. It was just like, this is pretty silly. This isn't really that impressive. Like nothing in it was was drawing me in and giving me, um, you know, a, that much of a good time. Just mediocre. I'm going to come in at a two out of five for Uncharted and not even for personal reasons. It's just not a great movie. I think two is fair with everything you've said. Okay, cool. Thanks. 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 <laughs> All right. So we've done I mean, that. There, oh, was a, there was a pause. I felt I had to say something. <laughs> I just didn't know how quickly to... I want to give you the opportunity to say before I jumped into trivia, which we always like to... Um, do before we wrap up. Um, and look, we we already kind of mentioned a few little Easter egg type things. Um, I just want to call out a few of them. And one of them you already did kind of call out, but I didn't want to go into details because I was like, I've got trivia. Stop talking about it. Um, but when the uh, when the opening when there's an opening of a trunk in this film, um, there's some postcards in this trunk. There's a few other bits and pieces, but a naughty dog sticker can be seen inside the trunk um that's obviously the game studio behind the the uncharted games which is very cool and you mentioned this gold nugget this gold nugget that um 
uh, that Drake gives to, to Sully at the end of the film. Um, and it resembles a precursor orb from the Jack and Daxter games. Ah. Yeah, so you were close. You were almost I there. You like, knew. It was like, it I was, was yeah, I was holding back. I was holding back. <laughs> I was thinking Jacks. I, I knew I knew that you knew. I purposely didn't say anything about the naughty dog logo because I had a feeling you'd bring it up for trivia. That's it. That's it. That's it. Um now of course Jack and Daxter, as you said earlier, also developed by Naughty Dog. Um yeah, and apparently, apparently this this orb thing, it they it does actually appear in every uncharted game. So it's actually a there's almost a bridge into this film franchise as well with this Easter egg. So it's not just this movie from the games as well. So it's all very exciting. What's the thing with the gold guns? Because we get to see the gold guns at the end, and apparently that's a thing from the games I've had. There's a there's a thing where you can unlock golden guns. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's almost like <laughs> fairly straightforward. That it's sort of like okay, sometime between the end of the film and the mid credit scene, Nathan Drake unlocked the golden guns. I think that's I don't know. That's, there you go. That's cool. yeah, again. It's just a bit of a bit of a nod. Oh, do you know what? The opening of this film, first time we've seen it, Sony's. PlayStation Productions gets a logo. It's the yeah, first time we've seen that, isn't it? Yeah, it might be the last. That's pretty cool. Uh, no, <laughs> I mean, they're still making, I don't know when it's going to come out, but they're still meant to be making a second Tomb Raider film with mm. Alicia Vikander. That'd have it, wouldn't it? I imagine it would do, yeah. Yeah. Well, here's a one final question before I truly wrap up. Because I remember you didn't, you weren't too favorable on that Tomb Raider movie, although I, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. Would you take Uncharted over Tomb Raider? Do you know what? I Yeah, I didn't have the best time with that film at the cinema, but I watched it, oh, I think maybe like a year later at home with the wife and enjoyed it a lot more. They're very different though. Even though it's got, they're very different. Like This is a lot sillier, but tonally it's supposed to be. It's I think Tomb Raider's got a bit more grit on it. And from the sounds of it, the sequel's going to be even grittier. Ooh. So they're just different, like different films. Okay, no, fair enough, fair enough. Tomb Raider all the way. Ah, but the games, though. <laughs> I mean, yes, I'm I, mean, yeah, I would all say, all yeah. For the games. Don't want anyone to be confused. Anyway, that's that's it for our review of Uncharted. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts, and please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We are on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film's Due Podcast. And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. If you missed it, we recently reviewed Moonfall, Blacklight and Home Team. And be sure to check out our next review, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You've been listening to Jason and Luke, the guys from that film, Stu. See you soon. <laughs>